Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. Before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore and the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision and her tiny living room, far from Nashville's Music Row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. Pushkin. This song, Yonkers, is the track that put Tyler, the Creator, on the map in 2011. It's the second single from Goblin, his first solo album. The song is Stark, a sparse beat with a strange staccato sound similar to the shrieking strings in Psycho. The song's lyrics are outrageous. The black and white video was equally controversial. It opens with Tyler sitting on a stool in front of a blank background, a cockroach passing between his hands. It ends with him standing on the same stool he opens the video with, hanging himself. A week after releasing the video, Tyler and his Odd Future crew were performing on Jimmy Fallon with The Roots, wearing ski masks. It's still exciting to watch today, especially if you're into youthful displays of rebellion like I am. It's hard to believe something like this was actually on network television. Eight years, four albums, two TV shows, and one successful clothing line later, Tyler's spirit is still rebellious, only it's showing in new and highly creative ways. His new album, Igor, isn't controversial, but it's an anomaly in rap. Like most of his output, it's entirely self-produced, but unlike the other records, there's hardly any rapping. Instead, Tyler sings a lot. And he opens this record with a mostly instrumental track that starts with a 30-second synth note. Igor dresses in bright and beautifully tailored suits, and like Anna Wintour, has a blonde bowl cut and dark sunglasses. I really wasn't prepared for the sound of this record even after the last one, Flower Boy, which was also pretty ambitious when it first came out. But this might just be the strangest and most beautiful Tyler, the Creator record yet. This is Broken Records Season 3, liner notes for the digital age. I'm Justin Richmond. Rick Rubin spent three days in Italy this summer with Tyler. At the end of the trip, they sat down in Rick's living room and listened to a few songs off the new album analyzing each one. 
They started with Igor's theme, the instrumental opener you heard earlier. But first, they talked about the heat. Temperatures across Europe were at an all-time high. I finally got a human level of sleep. I was dying. The night before was a was a hot night. It was I was dripping wet at 3 a.m. <laughs> staring at a mosquito. Kept whispering, I'm gonna get you. I know him. We're cool now. <laughs> this is crazy. You like it. We're in the woods. We're in the woods. For those that don't know, we are in the middle of nowhere. It is no Uber. It is no taxi. I have not seen another person aside from the people in this house. No TV. Three days, no TV. I think it's one downstairs. Don't think it's ever been turned on. (laughs) It's no AC, but I kind of like that in this weird fetish way. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I really like being here. (laughs) But no, it's... For me, it's like... uh, very good energy. Yeah, it's not much to worry about. No. Like, it's crazy. The first night, I was like, oh, oh, what the fuck did I get into? <laughs> Rick is crazy. What the? And then I got some cookies and that fan, and everything was okay. <laughs> Talking about music, when you were at Shangri-La, at the end of the project, you were kind of putting it together, the final stages. I remember you telling me that the first song was going to be an instrumental Mm -hmm. and you had always had it as an instrumental. And then you kind of came up with a hook last minute. And when, how did the hook come about? I was with Uzi, little Uzi very, it was just at studio hanging and I'm working on this and I couldn't come up with words but I had this melody. So I'm in there playing on the piano, the melody. And then he takes that melody and just adds words and sings it right. And I'm like, just add it real quick. Just lay that ref down for me because your voice sounds good doing it. And that's the song. It's nothing deep. So cool. No, it's nothing. Great. That's literally what it was. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, that's all I need. Thank you. I didn't even know that was going to make it. It just worked out so perfectly. You know what I mean? Absolutely. How important are the words? I like beat first, then melody, and then lyrics. It's Amy Winehouse songs, no lie. She has a song called Wake Up Alone. And man, I loved that song for years. My cousin bought that album when it came out. And it wasn't up until maybe two years ago in 2017 where I realized what the lyrics were saying Mm. because I love the beat, love the chords, and I just love the melody and what she was doing, but I never paid attention to the lyrics. Yeah, I think everyone listens to different things first. I noticed earlier downstairs when we were playing the disco stuff, a song came in and you was like, ooh, and it was just drums. It wasn't no chords, not a bass line, nothing. And I was like, Oh, he listens to groove first. He listens to drums and groove first. And I just, something I picked up on and thought that was interesting. And me, I love good chords. Just, it's songs I have that are horrible lyrically, like really bad, but Mm. I just like the notes in the background. So I listen to them and I love it. Mm -hmm. And 
oh man, this beat is hard. These drums and this bass line is great. They mesh together. And then I listen to the flow or the melody and the runs second. That's what really makes me melt. It's then almost, I care about the what sound. the sounds. It's all yeah. based on the it's sound of, that sound. everything makes. A hundred percent. Before you get to any sound is way more important. Before it gets to words. for me personally, that energy, that feeling, that sound, that's that's. Would what you I like. say the sound of the lyrics mean more to you than what it's actually saying? Yeah, like Jay Z, for example, he knows how to rap on a beat. He knows how to hear a beat and say. I shouldn't yell on this, or I shouldn't rap like this on it. The way that this feels, this is how my vocal instrument could mesh on this perfectly. Where it's some people who hear a smooth beat and like, I'm gonna fucking yell on it. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna, cause they're just more thinking of saying cool shit rather than making a good song. Mm -hmm. And that's how, that's kind of me. <laughs> I kind of focus on making a good song with cool structure rather than like, oh, that verse was so that Even though I, I, don't get me wrong, I don't want to seem like I'm being dismissive. I care yeah. about lyrics and word, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but it's just number three. It's just number three. Yeah. Is there any music or artist you could think of that you, you've heard or listened to because of the lyrics? Yeah, you got people like Eminem, like Cassidy, the rapper, that stuff that I'm like, I wonder what pockets they're gonna wrap this in and what they're gonna say and the punchlines and things like that. Because mm. Eminem was, he picked some of the worst beats ever. Even Ludacris sometimes picks shitty beats, but uh, their energy and their cool witty lines is what made the songs cool. So they're an exception. Yeah. You know, yeah. to where Jay Z picked great beats. Yeah. So that's what drew me in. And then, like, oh, his voice sounds tight over this. Oh, that's what he's saying. You know? Mm -hmm. So. Okay, next one I'll play and then I'll we'll talk about it after. Incredible. That shit is so good. It's incredible. My favorite part is happens once. It's when the harmony I vocals know, do know. the different chords. That's the best chords. fucking part. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and the restraint in that being the best part and deciding I'm only going to have it that one time. Well, this album's full of that because I, I, I just made each song has those moments. Oh, that's my favorite part. And I'm like, yeah, it only comes once. But right after that is a, someone else's oh moment, favorite it's part. Like, it's true. Even, even on the intro, the I only have the choir come in once. Yep behind him and like it's a lot of stuff and I, I like shit like that it's little details that gets me off and a lot of people don't listen to that stuff a lot of people man if it don't got the if it don't got the 808 and the, the catchy hook they're off it but it's so much magic yes throughout the whole i think even if people don't hear it subconsciously consciously it's something like it's oh. something happens and you that's feel why something. i tell i tell fans like hey if you like it and you see me in person and you know, I got a minute to say hi or whatever. I want you to articulate what you like about it. Don't yeah. just say, I like it. No, hone in on what you like about it. Because if you figure out specifically what you like about something, that'll help you understand other shit that you like. And it's then true. weed out the shit you don't. 
and help you find other shit like that. Absolutely. You remember how that one came about? Like, how did, how did it work out that the verse drops kind of in the middle of the song and breaks down like that? I remember right before finishing, I was like, I need something to happen chord-wise. I'm going to keep saying, I say chords so much. It's annoying, but that's the shit that makes me lit. Oxygen, <laughs> water, and chord progressions. It's fucking annoying. But I was like, I need something to take me there because the song didn't have a bridge. So I was like, I need to put something in the middle somewhere that just goes there. And I was like, fuck, the structure is already perfect. Maybe I could take one of those leaves and just fuck it up real quick. And that's literally what I did. Wow. And I, yeah, that's how it happened. It's the song on the piano is easy, but I was just like, I'm gonna add four chords that just feels like a waterfall and then ramp it back to the original progression. So those chords are only moving around in the middle of one of the notes, if that makes sense. Yeah. You wanna show me on the piano? So what I do there, I feel like. regular and then I went and that only happens once that only happens once wow and that's why it feels so whoa so dramatic because most of the it's mostly like this it's mostly just like regular rhyme so yeah, cool. It's mostly just regular lines. So me bringing that out of nowhere just makes you say, oh, oh I came. <laughs> and then everything after that is just icing on the cake. Yeah. We'll be back with more Tyler, the Creator, after the break. Reboot your credit card with Apple Card, the only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. Plus, Apple Card has no fees, not even hidden ones. Apply for Apple Card now in the Wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Variable APRs for Apple Card range from 19.24% to 29.49% based on credit worthiness. Rates as of February 1st, 2024. Terms and more at applecard.com. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs, on-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. 
With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242-424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hello, hello. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. Let me tell you an unconventional story about a healthcare group that wanted to improve their efficiency. Boston Children's Hospital. They were already a leading pediatric facility. Their patient outcomes, workflows, and delivery of care were already great. But they wondered, how can we make it better? So the hospital got to work. Their idea was to build what they called clinical mobility, meaning a system which would allow their staff to access information and interact with patients on mobile devices anywhere in the hospital. And what made that possible? 5G. The hospital rebuilt their entire system with 5G technology at its core. That infrastructure now supports thousands of phones and tablets so practitioners can communicate with patients on a whole new level. Boston Children's also made sure the system could flex and scale to handle medical advancements like robotic surgery and virtual reality for training and research. This was worlds away from how they had previously operated. This innovative work hasn't gone unnoticed, first by patients, but also by their peers. Boston Children's was a first place winner in the industry category at last year's unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business an event that celebrates customers who've dared to innovate for the sake of innovation. If the Boston Children's story rings a bell with you, if your team has asked the same questions about building a better business solution, I encourage you to enter this year's awards. It's a great way to be recognized for smart, disruptive thinking in front of some of your industry's most influential leaders. You can enter at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards that's tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. I'll save you a seat. We're back with more Tyler the Creator. Lyrics came last. Yeah, I made the skeleton of the beat. And while I let it play, I pasted in my room and kind of came up with that. And was like, damn, that's all I'm gonna say is you make my earthquake. <laughs> Don't leave, it's my fault. That that was it. And then in the middle, it was a piano solo. But then I added Cardi on it because I just love his voice. And yeah. Was the lyric related to something that was just going on in that moment? or It was an earthquake. <laughs> oh, really? Corny enough, it was an earthquake. Ah. And I was like, damn, I like earthquake. Earthquake. And I was like, oh, I say that with an F and a Q instead of the T-H and the Q. Yeah. Instead of earthquake, I say earthquake. So I was like, oh. And then... I just start singing that <laughs> and you make my earthquake don't leave it's my fault because of the fault line that earthquakes are on oh. so yeah and like you shake me up you be making me nervous because when everything is fucked up i'm gonna need you when everything comes crumbling or whatever whatever so cool just simple but yeah so cool it started with the chords. Mm -hmm. You wrote the chords first, mm -hmm. and then the beat came after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, 
I just had those. It's super simple, super simple. It's a, it's this, it's this song that I, that I interpolated. Where the guy's like, I think I'm falling in love. This time I think it's for real. And I was like, man, these chords are. He made these really bullshit pop chords that I would usually hate. Yeah, sound cool. So I always had that in the back of my head. And then I found this drum loop. I was like, this is tight. It was only a second. So I kind of fucked with that to make it a full thing. Yeah. And then I was like, ooh, <laughs> that one melody that guy did, those chords were sick. So figured those chords and added them. And I was like, man, I also like his melody. Fuck it. I'll just add it there just as a placement. And then the full song came alive. Amazing. <laughs> and just was like, I'll just keep Amazing. it. Amazing. So did, the, did you have the vocal, the first vocal phrasing hook before you ever had the beat? It came with the piano. Was it um, piano I, then I vocals? Had, I had, so I had the the song that I interpolated with the chords and the that hook phrasing. Yes, it was just a song I just already had and I liked, and I was I like, see. "This is cool." Then when I looped these drums and I was working on a beat and I was adding chords, I was like, "Oh, you know what would be tight? The stuff from that one song." So then that's when I added I see. that. So I see, and they just went hand in hand, and so cool when that happens. It's cool. Yeah. I just wanted to dance. My favorite part is the breakdown in the middle. That bridge is it's so insane. So I'm, good. Yeah, that bridge is insane. So beautiful. So what? beautiful. And that's like number seven. That's bridge seven, bro. I have six other versions because I was like, I need to perfect this bridge. It's two other bridges with Solange on it. Yeah. We singing back and forth and stuff, but I was like, it's not perfect. Yeah. And I was like, what do I want to do? Again, what world is this? Where is this living? Yes. I want to be in Studio 54 dancing to this. Yes. And I just want to hear these chords. Oh, I just want to hear these chords. I don't want to hear vocal. Amazing. So I stripped it, and that's why you have that. Amazing. And it lets you breathe. Yeah. It really, it's spectacular when it comes in. And feels you can't so help but good. fucking dance. So good. This next one's like my favorite, <laughs> like my fucking favorite. I love that so fucking good. song so much. <laughs> so good. My favorite part is the, again, the breakdown with the little hook mm -hmm. and the loud snaps mm -hmm. and then the beat, the new beat dropping after it mm -hmm. is just like- Living and pretending. Oh my God. <sighs> I breathe a lot on this album. Yeah. Cause of my like recording, like my asthma flares up randomly. So a lot of the things like I would actually breathe on. And then at some point I was like, fuck it. I'ma just breathe yeah. <laughs> on a lot. So Igor's theme, I think this one I breathe on, New Magic Wand, the end of what's good. Like I just made it a thing. But that song, it's like the epitome of like, ah, uh, I was in the last also night. I was the, in the, the room. The mask off section is incredible, bro. And with the rap, but so, it still has the harmonies under it. That's so my favorite. Good. It's so. Uh, good. And, and it, I'm. Oh gosh, it's so. And it fucking also good feels me. like a vulnerable lyric in the context of this, a song that doesn't feel like that at all. Yeah, it's just it very, really like gets like real. <laughs> like it feels like because the song feels like running out of like. It's it's oh, it's just some pop song like it doesn't have me until that part it's like oh no this song is about something like yes. it's it's like you're yeah. spying we on zoom somebody in for and a it second. gets yeah emotional yeah 
and then it's the, unex- completely unexpected. And I put the, I re-put the vocals from the first part under that, just so, oh, those vocals have meaning to them too. It's yeah, all related. Uh, how do you decide to do the fake out ending, like the stop and then the the little breakdown extra piece? Uh, it just needed. I just wanted some movement. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted some movement, and I wanted to just have the the roads just by itself. So good. And uh, I was like, I'll just bring the snaps here, and then because I wanted it to die before those drums came in, and them yes. drums so fucking hard. Really yeah. interesting arrangement. Like just the order of events that happen in the song, yeah. or. Bro, it's magic every five seconds. It's something new. Even the car sound that just goes through it here and there is like, I don't know. Just so little little kinks that I like. We'll be back with more of Rick's conversation with Tyler, the creator, after the break. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs, on-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242-424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hello, hello. Malcolm Gladwell here from Revisionist History, my podcast about the overlooked and the misunderstood. A couple of years ago, I wrote a book called Outliers. It was about exceptional people, the ones who operate at the outer edges of human performance. Outliers fascinate me. And last year, I discovered an outlier in the form of a community organization, Washington State's City of Bellevue. The city wanted to improve public safety by making their roads safer, So they created something that no one had ever built before, a platform that gave road users warnings of any dangers ahead in real time. How did they build it? By using a combination of technologies, the cellular vehicle to everything network, T-Mobile's 5G network, and 5G connected cameras. People driving, bicycling, walking, running, can't forget people running, and people operating the transportation network now had a way to prevent crashes. It's been a huge success. The city of Bellevue earned first place in the community category at the T-Mobile for Business Unconventional Awards, an event that celebrates T-Mobile customers who've dared to innovate for the sake of meaningful change. If you're a T-Mobile for Business customer and your team has, like the city of Bellevue, innovated something really, really cool, I encourage you to enter. It's also a great way for outliers to be recognized in front of your industry's most influential leaders. You can enter at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. That's tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. 
How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer helped shape the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed The Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, would spur each other on to tap into something bigger, realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Bacharach as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash, alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of Outlaw Country Music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. We're back with more of Rick's conversation with Tyler, the creator. In the current live show, do you play... Do you mix in old songs with the new songs? I start with the majority of this album yeah. and that outfit, wig, and the suit and stuff. And then I switch into like regular clothes for older stuff, which is like Flower Boy, Cherry Bomb, Wolf stuff. I see. And then I do like two or other songs from this album at the end. Nice. It's a weird, it's figure outable, but I don't, I haven't figured out yet how to perfect. Yeah. how to do both because I don't want to wear a wig and a suit when I'm doing shit from three albums ago. Yeah. You know? Unless you change. And I also don't want to do only the new album. Yeah. So. Unless you change the way you do the old material to suit the new style. Yeah. And I've thought of that and I'm like, but this world that I've built with this character don't want to say the music doesn't match I see. The shoes I'm wearing. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, whatever, I'll just yeah. change it. But how would the character cover those songs if he was an artist and he wanted to do oh, covers? It'll, it, would take, it would take away from those songs. That's the thing. I don't want to. You don't want to under- I hate going to shows yeah. where it's like, oh, they're kind of performing the song I love, but they want to be too creative. So, yeah. oh, they're singing it a cappella with a cowbell and one guitar note. <laughs> It's really fun listening to this. I love this album. It's Great. good. Great. It's fucking good. Great. It's also it's the nice first feel- album where I'm like, really? Like when people be like, "Hey, the album's great." I know, and thank you. <laughs> 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 and it's not an ego thing. It's yeah. like I'm so proud of it. Yes. I put in so much effort, and I love it, and I know that it's good. You didn't have the same relationship to Flower Boy. No. I think Flower Boy is good and it's my best work thus far just because it's an easy listen, but it's so, it's not boring. It's just kind of tame to me. Uh, and um, too, too good? Yeah, it's like, of course you're going to like it. It's nothing abrasive. It's nothing too weird about it. I see. It's good songs and stuff, but I still feel like some of that stuff is a little niche. Yeah. A little bit, just. Did you feel it at the time or not Not at the time? Um, A little bit. Like, uh, I was happy people loved it and stuff, yes. but it was missing a lot of little things. Like, it was mixed too clean. 
and not in a bad way. Yes. It's supposed that I'm supposed to sound crisp and clean, but yes. like it was missing my little tinks that I'm like itching to do. And I had to pull back and restrain myself because this is what the album was supposed to be. Yes. I love cinnamon, but you can't put it on your spaghetti. Yes. You know? Yes. So I made that. And because of that, I think that's why I made Igor because I was itching for, ah, I need this, I need distortion and an annoying bass and pitch and yeah. fucking, sh this is gonna come out of nowhere and all oh, fuck it, change, put 18 bridges on one song. Like I needed that. But still has some of the musical growth that we first saw in Flower Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cause you don't, <laughs> you don't go to, <laughs> You don't leave LA and go to New York and go back to LA with no knowledge. No, now you know how to wear a jacket because it was cold as fuck out there. Yeah. And now you apply that yeah. whenever you gotta go jacket shopping because yeah. you went to New York and know how to wear a fucking jacket now. Yes. So just cause, you know, just cause I, uh, you know, Flower Boy super clean doesn't mean that I can't get dirty and crash a car into a fucking building. It's just that now I kind of know which car I could crash into a building so I don't die. Yeah. <laughs> Great. It's so funny hearing the juxtaposition of the beautiful melodious piano lines and the lyrics mm -hmm. and the please don't shoot me down and the gunshots. Yeah. Such a good bouillabaisse combination. I love, again, I love the hard shit pause. And I love the pretty shit. And I always just try to mix them together. This makes it so much more interesting. Yeah, because you don't know what side you're on. Yeah. So the mesh yeah. is like, oh. That one also is the most traditional rap structure mm -hmm. where it's got a lot of verse, you know, it's got a lot of verse words. Yes. Yeah. This is the, it's in the middle too. So it's like the, that's the rap one. That's the, that's the listen to what I'm saying when mm -hmm. I'm I'm saying words on there. And it's all specific and it's so, that's why it's so laid back. Cause it's like, I'm more just talking, like observing. Mm -hmm. That, that also, one's, I'm just looking like. It sounds really also personal and intimate and real. You know, yeah, it, no. It doesn't sound like a performance. It no, sounds the, like a, the, uh, oh, you faking your mad. Oh, take your hoodie off. Like it's, Every time I hear this song, I think of the specific moments yeah. of why I'm saying that. Yes. So it's, and that's why it's not a performance. It's just, just talking. And I think it's, it's good. That's a good song. How did that one come about? What do you, do you remember about the process? Yeah, what was a, first? So that's, it was a song I was listening to, a song that I've kind of dealt with before. And I was like, man, I would do this differently. I will loop this part because this is the sweet spot. So I just looped it and came, just made my own new song structure out of this other song that I sampled from and kind of built around it. Were you sampling a song of your own or? or it's this other song uh, called Bound that I sampled it from that I like. I just had yeah. added the rough, uh, you some motherfucking dangerous, but that was part of a verse. And then I kind of just kept repeating that and made it into the hook. Yeah. 
when did you decide that this was going to be the one that was going to have, that this was going to be, tell the, the rap story, have something to say? Oh, well, it wasn't deliberate. It's just that when I made the beat, I just end up rapping on it like that because that's what vocally felt right. Understood. And then the melodies and stuff, where they are now is where I was like, this is where it feels right. Mm. Don't shoot me down, a boy's a gun. Like, and I kind of kept it at that. Didn't want to add anymore. I was like, this is perfect. And it was asking to rap on. Like that song was asking for a verse. <laughs> yeah. And it, I think it has so much more power because, because it's the, we're in the middle of the album and it's the first time we're hearing this many words, mm -hmm. it really changes the way you hear it. You know, yeah. if this was, if this was the sixth song of six rap songs, yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have, have the same as much effect. power. Yeah. No, it's even and like this album, like on, I think I'm doing this rap, but it's cool. And then I'll rap in the middle of running out of time, sort of. And then the real rap verse doesn't come until the end of New Magic Wand. It's a rap song, but the rap verse doesn't come till the end. Mm. So when you finally get to number seven and you get this full rap performance, not like perform like a real just yeah. rap song, like yeah. bass level core hip hop. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is nice. But it's still in tune with the six songs before it sonically. Absolutely, it feels like it's, when it comes up in the project, there's no feeling of what's this. Mm -hmm. It feels completely intertwined with the rest. And it's a, you get to you get to breathe a bit and just nod your head and like, yeah, I like it. Yeah, me too. It's really interesting to me that, that you've been making music as long as you have, and it feels like it keeps getting better. And it's very rare. Feels like so many artists' best work is their first or first or second. And then more often than not, there's a decline. And it feels like listening to your work, it's the opposite. Any, any idea how or why that is the case? Because uh, I don't get stuck. I like new shit. I get inspired by stuff. And I, I hate the word inspire, but I get in this shit and I dive head first into it. Like mm. I am, if I, I had that cupcake egg magnolia, bro, and I went back every, like I fall in love with shit, whether mm. it's a color palette and a step, like I get into it. And I think because me being so potent in something that's so different from the last, that's why you could differentiate my albums or eras or the way I was dressing at the time or the approach to music. And I want to get better. <laughs> Some people think they know it all. Mm -hmm. I want to get better. Yeah, I've yet to make my great rap album like rap. I'm still, I got to relearn how to rap. I'm teaching myself how to rap again because I don't think I'm that good at it. What was but again, the first, that's not my favorite. What was the thing. first record that you sang on? The first thing I sung on was Wolf, the intro. Mm -hmm. The intro for Wolf was the first time I. Do you remember feeling either like 
it felt dangerous because you hadn't done it before or that you were particularly excited about it or particularly inspired by something to make you do it? Well, I've always wanted to sing, but my voice doesn't allow me to sing the way I want. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, oh, deep voice. Like you, you, you pitch it up as an excuse, but I don't want to sing like Barry White or fucking Johnny Cash or whoever else had a deep voice. Mm -hmm. I don't want to sound like that. That's mm -hmm. not the tone of voice that I want to put on the music bed that I'm laying for it. Mm -hmm. So it's something I always wanted to do, but I just never went for it until I needed vocals on songs. So I would lay down refs for people. And when they wouldn't sing it or it didn't work out, I would be like, I like this idea so much that I'm okay with putting it out like this. I perfect it as much as I can, but I want this out in the world. Mm -hmm. So the intro to Wolf on Answer, off Wolf, that's number six. 48, I sung a bit. Um, campfire, things like that. Like, and it felt great. It was cool. It was ideas. And I just kept doing it and kept doing it because I loved it. It's great. I would trade to be able to sing well over rapping any day. So good. Thank you for this. Thank you for the music. It's um, like, thank you for making great music. Uh, Thank you and you're welcome. <laughs> it's good. I'm happy that I can put something out like this in the climate right now and people are uh, responsive to it in a positive way. And I love it. I absolutely adore this album. So good. when people are like, hey, what do you do? I will give them this first. Yeah. If I couldn't just say, hey, I make stuff. They're like, no, I need specifics. I will give them this. Beautiful. Thanks to Tyler, the creator, for hanging out with Rick in Italy for a few days to talk about the album. Also, special thanks to Leonardo Beccafici, a.k.a. Fresco, for engineering. On the next episode, Bruce Headlam talks with Yola about her new album, Walk Through Fire, and being produced by Dan Arbach of the Black Keys. Broken Record is produced with help from Jason Gambrell and Mia LaBelle for Pushkin Industries. Visit brokenrecordpodcast.com for playlists from every episode. And follow us on Instagram at thebrokenrecordpod. Our theme music is by Kenny Beats. I'm Justin Richmond. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. This is your chance to reignite some old musical passions or pick up an instrument for the first time. Connect with more than 100 of the world's best teachers and musicians. You'll get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 a month, less than a single private lesson. I mean, why do we do Broken Record? Not just because we love hearing from great musicians. We do it because we think that there is something beautiful about the appreciation of music. Don't you think we need more of that in our lives these days? That's the mission of Musora, to inspire, educate, and connect musicians. Enjoy unlimited personal support, weekly live streams, student lesson plans. It's like having a personal music teacher, only much, much better. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com, to start a new musical journey today. The tradition of breaking tradition continues with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. This is an event that celebrates innovators 
whose bold actions took their industries to new places. If that sounds like you, and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today. If you win, you'll be publicly honored among some of the most influential leaders in industry, and me, I'll be there too. Enter now at tmobile.com slash unconventionalawards. See you there. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.